Good afternoon, folks. This is your host, social introvert, aka Marcel Gill. And I'm here today with another episode of the Social Introvert Podcast. This is season seven, episode eight. The title of this episode will be Essay Quam Videri. It's Latin. And what it means is essentially it means to be rather than to seem. Uh, I currently live in North Carolina, and that is the motto for our state. <laughs> state. <laughs> um, the uh, original saying for North Carolina was, Que sera tamen respects it, which refers to the figure of liberty on the seal, and these words meant which thought, which though late, looked upon me so that will be what this episode is about today folks um as you all know i'm uh well i've already i guess changed my status because i recorded uh some documents on the land but um i just recently got uh one of my documents back from africa uh authenticated as well to go ahead and throw into my um, archives and um, you know continue on creating you know financial moves for my family and, and also uh, I guess personal moves too right trust and state and whatnot so um, there are plenty of people and the, the reason why I'm doing it on this episode is because there are plenty of people who I see lay claim to certain things um, with no evidence. Um, I, too, was a part of that crowd who lay claim to being... And, and law is it's called, like, puffery, kind of. Like, when you over-exaggerate opinion. Like, when you go to a restaurant, oh, I have the best restaurant in town. You know, according to who? <laughs> right? Oh, uh, I'm I'm spiritual. I'm I'm a god. Oh, really? What can you do? Or or who recognizes you as one? I'll put it that way. Who recognizes you as one? Does a does a normal person going down the street recognize you as one? Do your kids recognize you as one? Family, uh, educated people, intellectual people in your field. Um, who who considers you one? And then if someone considers you one and needs more proof, I, would you be able to provide that? For a long time beforehand, I couldn't. Now, I could, I could give some accomplishments and say, hey, I've done something that less than 1% of people do. That makes me a god, doesn't it? Right? And again, if we, you know what? Since we're here, I don't want people to get misconstrued. Anybody can go to Google and type in God definition, right? It's very simple. People seem to think that um, religion has a monopoly on God. Uh, more importantly, Christian, the Abrahamic mythos, I'll put it that way. Um, most people think that they have a monopoly on God, right? Most people, when they hear the word God, they automatically assume that you're a Christian or something of the sort. So let's look up the definition. The first definition that pops up. In Christianity and other monotheistic religions, 
Monotheistic simply means they believe that there is one God and not multiple. Multiple believers or people who believe multiple gods would be considered uh, polytheistic. So, in Christianity and monotheistic religions, the creator and ruler of the universe and source of all moral authority of the supreme being. Right? So, at, at this point, like, if you understand that, should be no arguing between different religions, right? Shouldn't be any arguing at all between different religions simply because there are multiple versions of God. It says it right here, clear as day, right? And Christianity and other monotheistic religions. Other monotheistic religions. Other religions that are not Christianity that believe that there is one God and one supreme being and moral authority. And guess what? All of those supreme beings from the different religions and moral authorities don't agree on everything. Okay, so that's one definition. Another one in certain other religions. Number two, definition. A superhuman being or spirit worshipped as having power over nature or human fortunes. A deity. Right, so that's the second definition. There are several people here that are superhuman beings. Whether in athletically, um, uh, technologically, um, mentally, um, I said physically already, um, say spiritually, because there are people I know that, you know, do magic, that would make them a god, correct? All right, here's another definition, um. Well, let me go down here a little bit further to expound on definition two. It says an image, idol, animal, or other object worshipped as divine or symbolizing a god. So, again, there's people who worship statues, a wall, a box, animals, images. Most Christians have a picture of, you know, their, their god in their house somewhere. Um, so let's go to definition three. An adored, admired, or influential person. Now, there's another definition of God. It does not have to be lowercase. Okay? It does not have to be a lowercase g. If you want to consider yourself an uppercase g, then by all means. Right? Most people associate God with uh, total autonomy, total freedom to do whatever he or she pleases. You know, some people believe God is male or female, but... Or genderless, whatever, whatever y'all want to think, <laughs> right? Here you see several definitions of God, right? Then there's people who believe that they are a part of the supreme being too, right? So again, that would that would make them at very at bare minimum a god, <laughs> right? Now you can say there's titans that rule over gods, because um, in some religions, you know, titans are above the gods, right? But anyway, I just gave you all several definitions. So again, if somebody were to ask me to prove um, that I was a, a god rather to be than to seem, um, I would do a few things that I know how to do that would seem like magic, but it's just, it's not really, well, I don't wanna say seems like magic. I'll say seem superstitious or taboo. 
right? If somebody's bleeding and let's say I do something to stop them from bleeding or if they're if they have a fire on their finger, like you know how people get burned and you know their hand continues to burn, you can talk the fire out of a burning hand or a burn burning sensation, whatever. Right? Some people will say, Oh, that's magic. Some people will say that's evil. Some people will say that makes you a god. Some people will say that makes you a sorcerer. Doesn't matter to me, no, not really. I, I typically don't <laughs> be around people or shallow-minded people, but it just goes to show again what it what that phrase "esse quam videri" means: to be rather than to seem. I, I would rather be a god than seem like one. I would rather be smart than seem like I'm smart because I hang around the right people. I'd rather be rich than seem like I'm rich. You, we, I'm sure we've all seen. Well, I don't even want to say rich. I'll say wealthy. I'd rather be wealthy than look wealthy. We've all seen the memes where people go and they go buy Gucci belts and Balenciaga shoes, true religion jeans, Gucci shirts, Gucci hats, Gucci belts, book bags, and spend $2,300 on an outfit and live in an apartment. And we've all seen Mark Zuckerberg, who wears the same blue jeans, white t-shirt, and black shoes every day. Maybe a $20 outfit, but worth several billions of dollars. Right? He doesn't even seem rich. <laughs> right? He Or wealthy. He is wealthy. You don't have to look the part in order to be something. And, and a part of that conversation has to go into, into value. Right? So, when we talk about being something rather than seeming like something. Someone who seems like something doesn't most of the time have value to offer. Or if they do, it's not a whole lot. The person who is something has a lot to offer, therefore making them valuable. The person who continuously upgrades their knowledge and information in a way that allows them allows them to move differently, speak differently, and apply things um, those people are extremely valuable. And, or if there's somebody who's a subject matter expert, right? If there's somebody that's a subject matter expert and they've also helped others to become subject matter experts or, or how, or <laughs> I couldn't even get it out or have helped people in some kind of major way where their influence can be felt. Um, that's also good too right value value is very important and value starts from within you can say all day how valuable you are all day long to the entire world right but if you don't feel valuable on the inside um again it's in in law is what we would call puffery where you give your opinion and say, hey, I'm, I'm this, I'm that, I'm the greatest this, I'm the greatest that. But if you can't provide value, it's puffery. It's, it's just opinion, very light. Um, doesn't doesn't really hold a lot of weight, right? Because I, I I'll put it like this: like I used to go in these rooms, right? I would provide some kind of value, where I would be arguing with religious people. I would provide value. Then someone would else someone else would provide, you know, value and then 
we would, you know, knock heads, go back and forth over and over again. And, and essentially the value diminished. Because if I know the information that I have is true, right? What am I arguing for? <laughs> There's no need to argue. I don't need to convince people of the value that I bring or the truth that I bring. It's either you accept it or you don't. There are people out here today who hold belief over value. They hold beliefs over value. Beliefs over knowledge as well. So it it already stunts your growth and stops you from being able to see things a certain way. Stops you from being able to experience life in a different way. Stops you from essentially just being being free to experience life as it comes. And that's got to suck. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm, tr- I'm trying to think of the last time I was actually like mad or angry. I can't think as of right now, I can't think of a time where I was like just completely angry and distraught over something that happened. I, I would say frustrated a few times. Well, or or agitated, I'll say. I'll say agitated a few times over the past few years, but never like angry, mad. Um, it's been a few years from that. And it's, it's simply because I, I don't, I don't allow too many things to knock me off my square. I have tunnel vision for my goals, but I have extremely great peripheral vision. And with that, it allows me to stay focused while, while being open to other points of view. I can be on a tunnel vision going in one direction and somebody stops by and says, hey, you know if you do this thing, blah, 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 you can get there a little bit quicker. Now, while I am moving forward, I might veer off the path a little bit to test the water, see if what they're saying is true. But at the end of the day, if I'm looking at something from all points of views, I can understand different perspectives. I can then tie those back into how I think about what I'm doing, right? And then push forward even faster or or even propel myself jump three steps ahead instead of taking one step at a time right i can sit here and say i'm a god all day long right and i'm and i'm moving towards attaining godhood like the higher godhood like becoming a better god or a better spirit or whatever and i'm actively moving in that direction and somebody could say hey if you really want to move like a god why don't you go make a claim on yourself why don't you go you know recorded the county why, why don't you draw, draft up a declaration or an affidavit and put in there who you are? If you, if you really believe who you are, why don't you write it down in documentation, legal format? Go record it at the county. See if they'll, see if they'll listen to you. See if they'll record it. You are who you say you are. Make a declaration, an affidavit, one of the highest forms of legal documents you can use. Go record it. Go let them know. After you do it at the county, go go take it up to the state. 
after you do it at the state, we'll send it off to um, send it off to some countries abroad. See if they'll accept it. Since since that's who you say you are, why don't you do that? Hey, I cut myself. Try and heal me. See if it works. Hey, my hand's on fire. Try try and do your spell. See if it works. <laughs> hey, I'm having a few issues going on. Can you can you lend me some advice that'll change my perspective? You see how that works? While I'm while I'm working towards attaining a higher godhood through the way I know, somebody can offer advice. I can see it. Say, hey, let me add that to what I'm doing if it's valuable, if it's important. No, have more knowledge, more experience. And I and I can move a little bit faster. Somebody else says, hey, how about you meditate this way? Right? Why don't you try and unlock your kundalini energy? Right? Why don't you why don't you try mudras while you're meditating? Why don't you try a candle flame meditation? Why don't you light some candles with intention? Right? All of these things combined are working towards God. So why don't you read some more? Get some more knowledge on your astrology chart. Learn a little bit more about history. Learn some arcane knowledge that most people never heard of before. And see if you can apply it today. Take all of that stuff, bundle it up, swallow it, try to apply it. And guess what? Move a little bit faster now. Can move forward, and and that's a that that's the whole purpose of being something rather than seeming a certain way, right? And you're being something that means you're taking action. You're taking volatile action, obsessive action. You're taking action that can be seen, that can be felt, that can be experienced. And it's a great feeling. Right? Let's go to the scene part. Right? There's plenty of preachers, pastors, politicians, athletes, entertainers who seem a certain way. And then they seem like honest people. They seem like loving people. They seem like great role models. And then some of these pastors commit adultery have children with women in the church while married, molest young children, boys and girls, are exposed for it and, you know, defrauding banks, embezzlement, racist. (laughs) They seem nice on the outside, but to be is a completely different thing. I'll use Jim Carrey, for example. He seemed like he was off his rocker. He seemed like he was a little crazy. And he's always, for the most part, from what I've seen, be a very generous, fun-loving person. He enjoys, he generally enjoys life the way that he has it right now. He has a little secret place that he goes to to cut off from mainstream society. He recently mentioned that he may retire from acting. But he seems to be in a really good place. It's hard to fake that kind of stuff. But, again, he seems a certain way. 
but we can also say he is. Based off of his accolades, based off of his philanthropic activities, based off of the information that he puts out there to help people, we can say that he's a genuine person, gives to charity, whatnot, the whole not. Speaks up for social issues. Right? We can certainly say that he, he seems a certain way, but he is a certain way as well. I don't want to get on several priests and pastors and, and entertainers, right, who who do hideous things. For some reason, they're still praised in the public, but <laughs> there are people who seem a certain way and there are people who are a certain way. Esequam videri means to be rather than to seem. I do not want to seem a certain way. I'm, I'm a private person for the most part, um, unless I see value or if I have an interest in whatever someone's doing or talking about, I pretty much stay to myself. And, and, I, and I like it that way. I, I don't think it's a good... If you can find some genuine, really good friends, you are lucky. <laughs> You're lucky if you're able to find one really good friend. Just one. Like, let alone, like, 20 or 5 or 10. But finding one genuinely good friend is hard in this day and age. Um, But finding a soul tribe, people who are on the same journey as you, moving in the same direction as you, helping you along as they're on the same level, some above, so below. And, um genuinely moving forward in a direction that allows y'all to grow together because it's hard enough doing things alone most people tend to but it's you can you can be in relationships you can have friends and family but you have to live life alone you have to live alone Right When you go to sleep tonight, you might be in the bed with your wife or your kid or whoever. But at the end of the day, you sleep alone. You wake up alone. And you have to go and accomplish the things you want alone. I would advise (laughs) that you accept help along the way and also seek help along the way. Because you still got to do it alone. But you do need help getting to where you're trying to go. I just got to say that this nature looks so good outside. I'm outside right now in nature. Just enjoying this hot weather. Speaking to you all. And I want to give a shout out to Egypt as well. I saw that there's someone from Egypt um, listening to this podcast now. And I just want to say too, um, as far as Egypt is concerned, um, that's the very first place in Africa that um, my first book was sold my first book on the continent of Africa was Get Rid of Yourself. And it was sold in Egypt. So I was excited about that. Um, so I have someone from Egypt listening in. Matter of fact, while we're here, I just want to give a shout out. I'm done, y'all. I think I gave y'all some valuable information. Um, 
believe in yourself. Um, don't take don't take life experiences for granted. We gotta understand that there's a lot of information out there. There's a lot of feelings, emotions, a lot of nature, a lot of people, a lot of animals. <laughs> there's a lot of stuff out here. Everything for the most part is technology. We're technology. We're biotechnology. Think about that for a second. Got nature technology. Got biotechnology. Got celestial technology. We got unseen technology, the unseen sciences. Mechanical technology. There's a lot out here that we can utilize to become what we want to become. Improve your value and you improve your life. There was a time where I had very low self-esteem, extremely low self-esteem. Things just weren't going the right way that I wanted them to go. Um, Finances weren't looking the way I needed them to look or wanted them to look. Deals were falling through. Seemed like everything I put my hand to would, would fake me out. Like I'd get a good start and then fall off. 95% of that, I can put the blame on myself because I didn't stay consistent when it was at its best. I would be at a peak and then, you know, it'll fall off real hard the next day. Then I think everything's over and I'll switch to something else. But. Um, That was several years ago. I was still young, still trying to learn, (laughs) you know. And um, I slowly built my self-esteem up by listening to valuable information, studying my history personally, studying, you know, historic history as well, Um, applying the things that I've learned, speaking to people who I deem intelligent, and exchanging information with people from various walks of life. And I've come to several different conclusions and theories. Um, they all don't have to be factual, but they, they are all beneficial. Um, just say it's a good thing to increase value. It's a fun thing to learn. When you, when you have fun learning, you become unstoppable. You can help all the people you've always wanted to help. You can help yourself can change the forecast of your family and your future descendants. Um, You know, you can be what you want to be. Regardless of what anybody says, you can be exactly what you want to be. You can do exactly what it is that you want to do. There may be consequences for it, but as long as you're acting in good faith, you know, you can pretty much do whatever it is that you want to do. You just have to find a way to get there. I can promise you sitting around and dreaming about it and thinking about it, it's not going to push you any closer to anything. You're not going to get anywhere near close to your dreams by sitting around dreaming about them and thinking about them and not putting forth any effort or action. Because when you do that, there's no value being created. Right? If you're not doing anything... 
right? If there's no action taken, there can be no value. How can you how can you expect value to come to you if you're not creating any? That's like somebody offering me a job, right? Or or let's say somebody's offering me a position. There had to be some kind of value that I offered for me to be offered a position. What do I mean by that? That means I'm filling out applications. That means I have a professional networking LinkedIn profile set up so people can reach out to me. I have professional social media pages for people to reach out to me. I have my emails included, my phone number included. Um, You know, the whole nine, right? I have good rapport among people in that field. Um, word of mouth spreads as well right there's value there have my accolades listed there's value there somebody's going to reach out and respond and say oh this person's on it they doing doing this there's value there that somebody can utilize to make a decision but if I don't have a professional profile if I don't have a professional social media page if I'm not putting forth any effort, if I'm not working with people in my same field, if I'm not making videos on social media, if I'm not talking to people, how would anybody be able to find value? How would anybody be able to find me if there's no value? Sure, I can sit at home and say I'm valuable, right? I can seem valuable to myself. Because, I mean, a lot of times we do fake ourselves out, too. We blow ourselves up and, and boost our ego to unknown extremes to, so we can feel better about ourselves for not doing anything. Been there, done that several times. And it's hard to not see that you're doing that, too. But how can, how can they find value? How can anyone find value if there's no value being produced? Hmm. Strange, isn't it? Imagine someone in the middle of a woods <laughs> caught in a bear trap. They don't scream. Is anybody going to know they're in the woods? Let's just say there's other hunters walking through the woods. Let's just say there's other people out there on the, on the trails in the woods, right? In the middle of broad daylight. You wandered off the path. There's other people in screaming distance, but they can't see you. You're laying down on the ground with your leg in a bear trap. Will they find value in the middle of that woods? Would they value your human life if you don't scream? If you don't yell and ask for help? The answer is no. Nobody's going to come to your rescue. Nobody's going to help you. Nobody's going to offer to help you if you don't produce any value screaming is valuable it can be heard it can be felt it can be can be seen well obviously a scream can't be seen but you get what i mean like it can be heard it can be felt it can point you in a general direction oh there's there's something out there there's something there let me go see what it is the closer they get oh 
That sounds like a human voice. Let me get even closer. Oh, you're in danger. Let me help you. There's value there. Oh, I see this person's uh, professional profile. Let me click on it. Oh, wow, they have a lot of accolades. Oh, do they have a number? Let me call this number. Oh, hello. Oh, okay, thanks for talking. Bye. Wow, this person is as nice as I thought they were. That person is exactly what I expected them to be. Well-mannered and an overall good person. I like to work with that person. There's value there. They saw something from a distance and they closed in on it. Guys, I'm done. I'm done, done, guys. I hope y'all enjoyed this podcast. I did. I always love doing podcasts out in nature. Um, I can kind of see a lake from here. Next podcast I do, I'll probably go to a bigger lake and do a podcast. But again, y'all, if y'all heard cars, it's because I'm outside enjoying this nature. S.A. Quam is what the purpose of this podcast was. To be rather than to seem. Y'all, that's that's about to be one of my models, y'all. I said that yesterday when I first saw it. I had got back um, some documents from uh, the state, and um, it was on the it was on the seal of North Carolina, and I didn't know what that Latin phrase meant. And for those of y'all that study law, y'all know exactly what I mean, or anything legal, when I say that we should learn Latin, (laughs) because a lot of this stuff. A lot of these terms, terminologies and stuff are in Latin. I mean, let's think of that. Are we, are we not still under Roman law? The Vatican? Y'all really want to get deep? There's a reason why y'all see Latin words on your Federal Reserve notes. There's a reason why there's a lot of Latin terms used in the law dictionaries and in legal and lawful systems. churches right but that's a conversation for another day I'm out y'all enjoy the rest of y'all day and remember S.A. Quam Vidiri to be rather than to seem I'm done